0: Aloha and welcome to Moonscopes. I'm KG Styles, your love your life astrologer. What does 2016 have in store for you? Find out on today's show. This is a general overview for the entire year, including the spring and fall eclipse seasons, Mars retrograde in Scorpio, Mercury retrograde periods. The Saturn square Neptune, and much more. So, listen to get the insights you need to feel empowered to navigate 2016 with more grace and ease. Many of you have told me you wanted me to give a forecast for each zodiac sign. So, after giving the general astro energy forecast, I'll give an overview for each zodiac sign. You can click on the timestamps for each sign below this video and you'll want to listen to your Sun, moon and rising sign for the fullest picture of what's up for you in 2016. I've posted a world clock time zone converter below this video so you can find out exactly what time things are happening in your part of the world. The exact aspects are the peak of the energy, You can feel the buildup of tension just before it reaches exact and then a release and integration as the tension eases eases after the exact aspect. So today is December 31st. It's New Year's Eve. Can you believe it? We've reached the end of 2015 and now we start a new year, 2016. Of course, this is a gateway of energy. I start uh, really reviewing what's uh, coming in and making my plans and uh, having strategy and, uh, you know, really getting a vision uh, for looking at the past life, really reviewing things, uh, being grateful for what uh, how I've grown and what I've learned. And then uh, uh, setting my intentions, uh, having a vision for where I'm headed and making a plan of action and, and for the 2016 the new year so we uh, before you again i wanted you to just place your hand over your heart and connect with the intuition of your wise heart so you will hear more clearly any messages that may come through for you on today's forecast uh and the angels i got a message from the angel, angels. Uh, they just wanted me to remind you to call on them, uh, to you know give them your cares and any burdens, and to let you know they're here for you. Call on them. They want to help you uh, through any challenges. So on New Year's Day, we pass the quarter waning moon at 11 degrees a Libra. It's a waning moon, 9 p.m. Pacific time. The skies are intense now. Today, you let go of anything that's holding you back. That's the quarter waning moon or quarter waxing moon. Those are usually places where you become aware of what it is you need to let go of if you want to manifest uh, what it is you've set as an intention, what may be holding you back. So if there's any resistance, uh, then today also Mercury is at zero degrees Aquarius. It is slowing down to go retrograde on January 5th. It has been square to Mars. It's been quite a bit of tension. Uh, Mars is now at 29 degrees of Libra. It's also slowing down. Uh, it will retrograde in Scorpio on the 17th of April. The pair have been coming within orb of the square since December 20th and will begin to separate around the 7th of January, when Jupiter also stations retrograde at 23 degrees Virgo, the giant planet of good fortune. I always like to look at the new year, how things start, what are the energies constellated at the new year. Usually I find that how things start is how they go. It gives you a clear indication about what's up for review and integration in the year ahead as well as a general feeling tone of what's coming in for you. Uh, you can pay attention right now to what is going on for you, how you're feeling, what's coming up for you. Because this really does set the whole tone for the new year, how you're focused, how you're handling the energies constellating now. So as I read the Astro Energies for 2016, which is a nine year of completion. So nine is the number of wisdom as well as Philanthropy. There's a there's a completing of what's been underway over the past several years. Uh, It's time to move on, take the leap, and embody more of your soul and your soul potential. So this is very much. uh, Last year you were alchemizing. This year you're stepping into embodiment and self mastery, fully more fully uh, embracing your potential and. taking the risk, uh, evolving your consciousness so that you can really fully step in and embody who you're born to be, what your potentials are, what you can uh, realize in this life. So uh, with the lengthy square between Mercury which represents your lower mind, the conscious mind, and Mars, your ego drives, your libido, how you take action. At the start of the year, there is a breaking down of the egoic mind uh, having control and those mind structures that usually uh, control things. And uh, the old resistant mental patterns and ways of behaving are being reviewed. And, uh, you know, you're shifting to a higher frequency patterns of thinking and acting. That's what's potential, the potential possible now. So, also during this window of time, Uranus, the higher octave of Mercury, stationed direct Christmas Day, which adds boost uh, to the potential for change and this reorganization and evolving of your nervous system. Of course, regular meditation just being relaxed really helps the process whatever helps you to let go and relax into the natural process that is happening transformation healing is always available it's uh, not something you have to uh, you don't chase after that that's something that's always available it's more relaxing and letting go allowing yourself to be at peace and the transformations just naturally happen so it's more of an alignment and allowing a letting go really is what uh is how is how it works is how the manifestation of what you desire works so there's a feeling of urgency for change now though there's also a feeling of stuckness or stodginess that's happening uh for you this year so there's going to be this kind of back and forth motion it's kind of like a seesaw you feel like it's one way time one period it's going this way then it's going that way so i'm going to give you a little bit more guidance about how to deal with that kind of one-off uh, energy that will be uh, happening this year you know there's a lot of dynamism uh this year so and this energy it's like the energy's getting freed up it needs a place to go so and the energies this year like i said are Feeling unsettled, Uh, there are going to be intense periods that feel really chaotic, out of control, movement. Uh, As you complete the necessary frequency shifts needed to make, uh, you need to make to move you forward into a new paradigm for your life. So transformation, like I said, are always happening. They're just naturally available to you. For making these shifts, uh, you know, it requires a great deal of courage and trust to let go and be an authentic partnership with life and allowing yourself to co create with life rather than resisting what's happening. So, that's the key challenge I see this year uh, is that, that how you step more into your own soul embodiment. Uh, and this is your greatest service now to the world. Uh, you know, stepping into your soul embodiment, being your authentic self in a physical body, really raising your own vibration. That is your contribution. The more you set that example and you uh, you shift your own energies, you contribute that to the collective. It's, it's kind of like that seven-minute mile. When somebody ran a seven-minute mile, then more people started running a seven-minute mile. So You know, the more people who uh, shift, uh, elevate their frequencies, they shift the paradigm of their life, so they are embodying the soul potential and uh, working from that level, that higher frequency level, then the more and more and more people collectively will be able to do that. So, In 2015, you were in the process of alchemizing and aligning with the transformational energies uh, in life and and going with this process and evolving rapidly now is the time to really look at how you did with the navigating Uh, and the better you did with being able to uh, go with the energies go with the flow uh, it may have brought up a lot of fear a lot of resistance a lot of patterns you need to let go that's going to continue this year uh, but Hopefully you've gotten, uh, you've gotten sort of uh, able to relax more and let go into that process. It's 2016, you can really make rapid forward movement. The more you have been able to do that, you're going to see a lot begin to manifest for you. Uh, if you've really done the work of, of uh, ele- elevating the frequencies and uh, evolving your nervous system, that's necessary. It's like we're in a whole new frequencies of energies happening now on the planet. This isn't going to go away. It's not going to go back to how the energy was previously and how, you know, the the pace of life is, it's a new world that we're stepping into. It's acclimating to this. It's adjusting to these new frequencies and learning to manage them and uh, learn how to, you know, drive. It's like you're in this new race car, and you need to learn how. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's much finer tuned race car you're in now, and you need to learn how to. You know, there's a lot more power. There's a lot more power. How comfortable are you with being empowered? I think that's one of the questions you need. You know, to get comfortable with being empowered and uh, stepping into. Uh, uh, taking full responsibility, having the power of taking full responsibility for your life, uh, giving up the victimization. If you're stealing, still running any of those old victimization uh, patterns, uh, uh, you know that needs to be let go of. So you can really, uh, you know, let your life get reorganized. Go through the chaos, get reorganized, see things happening for you. And you know, everything's happening for you and it's a total mind shift, total paradigm shift. And it has a lot to do with your own self valuing and self love and how precious and cherished you feel about yourself, how much you honor yourself. All these are key words you know that we've been working with and working to embody so the signs of virgo gemini sagittarius and pisces will feel the intensity of the energies if you have any personal planets your sun moon uh ascendant midheaven any of those the the descendant the nadir you know your venus mars mercury any of those any of any any of those uh in Virgo, Gemini, Sagittarius and Pisces, that's what's going to feel most of the intensity as I see it, the greatest pressure and potential for evolution and growth for you this year. So if you have any of your personal planets, like I say, uh, in these points, you're going to feel these energies for soul embodiment the most. That's what's happening. You're embodying your soul. You're coming into, stepping into your mastery. Uh, with uh, being a manifester, so the, uh, and being in co-creation with uh, the divine, the creator. So the image I see for these energies uh, this year, like I say, is like a seesaw where there's a feeling of back and forth, up and down, there's a real unsettled quality as things rapidly shift and change. Go with the change, trust yourself, it's really, uh, the more you can just be in self-love, uh, and see life is working for you, uh, having the confidence to believe in yourself, anything that's getting in the way of your totally, you know, being able to feel the truth of your own being and love yourself, those things, you know, are going to be continued to let go of. And there's some people they've already stepped into it, and they're going to run with these energies. And then other others of us will, you know, continue to have to, work through whatever's holding us back or however we need to still line things up within ourselves. It's just there's no right or wrong to it. It's just different ones of us process the energies differently. So on February 8th, 2016, we enter the Chinese New Year of the Red Fire Monkey. Monkey is the ninth animal in the Chinese Zodiac. So again, we have that number nine of completion, self-mastery, wisdom activated. Now there's uh, and and then you know, monkey, the monkey mind. You know, that's the back and forth. You know, there are things that come up with the monkey mind. Like I say, meditation can be very helpful for helping evolve the nervous system and quiet the mind and get into that observer self, where you're observing things rather than in projection. So that's what we're shifting out of too, rather than living out of projection where the ego's in control of what's manifesting and wants to have you know this control and so projects as a defense uh, onto what's happening and gives a meaning rather than allowing revelation to happen where the moment reveals itself. You have direct revelation and knowing about what is going on. Your intuition can fully blossom uh, when you're in this place of uh, you know, peace and trust and feeling safe and confident and, you know, you're in integrity with yourself. And then, you know, things just naturally will happen and the old will fall away. So now there's a much greater need for that direct personal experience and knowing as you go through this process, natural process of transformation transformation and healing that's taking place. You'll have moments of clarity, followed by periods of confusion. That's just the way it works, is you, your intuition and your higher faculties, super sensible faculties come on. And uh, you deepen in your that direct personal knowing experience. And, and you know, the enfoldment of your, your knowing uh, that just, boom, comes through very loud and clear. So uh, you'll, you know, you'll know what direction to take. You'll know how to navigate through life. This takes patience. It's it's a process where, you know, you check in with yourself continually. And, uh, you know, you don't allow yourself to be distracted by all the noise. There will be a lot of noise happening in the external world. That's that monkey mind, things going back and forth. Everything's a mirror. So uh, if you've got monkey mind stuff that you need to still uh, let go and, and and places that you need to be at peace with within yourself, find it at peace with. Then it will come. You'll get distracted. But the more you've worked through uh, and come to peace within yourself, within your own mind, you're really more operating from the higher mind. And that's that nine number. It's the higher mind, the Sagittarius, and which rules the ninth house. You know that's Jupiter so and jupiter is in virgo this year so it's being focused paying attention to the practical details okay so the you know so focusing on the virgo qualities uh, virgo rules the sixth house where the north node is located uh uh right now and it's characterized by uh, paying attention to the mundane practical matters details of your life the day-to-day reality you know, if you're focusing on the reality of things right now, you're observing what the reality is, you can really move. I uh, have a lot of fast forward uh, movement this year. The Virgo qualities will keep you grounded. Uh, so if you haven't already or you need to fine tune with creating healthy habits and routines that support you, especially emotionally, uh, you know, there. if there's more work there, you know, that's how you're going to get through this year in the most uh, peaceful graceful way there is a lot of healing for the emotional body going on taking place this year especially for the Pisces Virgo Scorpio Cancer and Gemini the south node is in Pisces uh, where Chiron the wounded healer and Neptune the spiritual healer of this zodiac, are located there's deep emotional wounds that are being healed psychic patterns being released uh, you know, this uh, Pisces, uh, Neptune rules at 12th house, which is karmic patterns. That's uh, Those are inherited patterns, genetic patterns uh, that are woven into the physical body. That is been, being released. Myself, I've gone through a lot of feeling of burning and just this deep, deep burning. I can feel it in my body as I burned the, these old genetic codes. Uh, that have been wired into me, uh, that were I inherited through my uh, my ancestral lineage. So, and this frees your whole ancestral lineage up when you do this work. So, uh, this transformation and healing—you know—there is a deep mystery how this works. And like I say, you can't cause this to occur, but you align yourself and allow it to happen. Meditation—you know—quieting the nervous system you know, really helps with this uh, frequency shift uh, to align you with love. Know that you are loved, that you are loved and that that grace is flowing. It's always flowing uh, in your life. And this will heal you at deep levels and to allow that healing to just take place. Um, The water signs and the earth signs are receiving a, a lot of protection. Uh, And uh, beneficial boost from Jupiter and Virgo for most of this year until September 9th when Jupiter moves into the sign of Libra. And then it will shift, you know, that benefic energy will shift uh, to more the air, uh, fire signs. Uh, It will then be lined up with uh, Saturn and Sagittarius. There'll be a lot of opportunities uh, more available at the end of this year as you've done this work you'll receive more awards towards the end of the year and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go more into that uh, in the reading so uh, you know so so you know Jupiter and Saturn are how we manifest they are the social planets and they are how we manifest things so this year they're square until September so that's a part of, you know, this back and forth energy that's going on where sometimes it's over in Jupiter, sometimes it's over in Saturn. So that that can also, Jupiter is opposite Pisces. So there's, you know, there can be that confusion I talked about. Uh, Jupiter in Virgo, um, you know, it is a year to focus your energies, you know, with these expansion, expansive energies, you know, to be focused in the Virgo. And then Saturn in Sagittarius, it works a little more slowly with helping you, you know, it works to manifest things in your life. So it's the higher mind. It's, uh, you know, the the Sagittarius qualities that really are favored now. So even though we have, because of Saturn is in uh, Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter, even though there's that square, uh, you know, the Jupiter is having an influence. It's flavoring the Saturn. So. You know, focusing in the higher mind, uh, higher education, uh, bringing in more knowledge. Maybe you need more training. Maybe you need more. You know, the internet, uh, uh, travel, connecting with uh, people from other uh, foreign lands. Uh, you know, having that influence of uh, you know the the higher education, tra- travel. Uh, connecting with other people from other cultures, all that can is favored now. So it really helps with your long-term results uh, with the, with the Saturn influence and the Jupiter influence. So look to where the sign of Virgo uh, and Sagittarius are in your chart because these areas are, these areas are where you're manifesting primarily this year, where your focus is for, for really making progress, uh, Saturn is a little bit more slow and tedious process. Generally, Jupiter usually works a little more quickly, though being in Virgo, you know, it's really, the more you can pay attention to the practical details, the more you're, you're going to manifest uh, this year with Jupiter. So uh, as I said, Jupiter and Virgo, Saturn and Sagittarius, Neptune and Chiron and Pisces are forming a T-square of energy through most of the year. Uh, there is an exact square aspect between Jupiter and Saturn the end of March and in mid-May. So whatever needs to uh, the squares always make you stronger. That, that's the positive, you know, the question, how is this making me stronger? How is this making me a better person rather than going into uh, struggling with the energy because the square can bring struggle and conflict where you're resisting the energy and you're wanting to force your will. That's not going to work. You need to look at how is this, how do I need to shift? How do I need to change my energies? Uh, what is this bringing to me? That's going to make me a better, stronger. Build a better company. Build a better situation for myself. Because the Saturn uh, and Jupiter working together? Are they're helping you build the life you want for yourself and manifest your desires? So, it is ongoing. Like I say, uh, this Saturn uh, uh, Neptune uh, square between uh, Saturn and Neptune is going on all of 2016. Uh, It will be exact square um, with Saturn-Neptune June 17th, and then there's another exact square the 10th of September during the Mercury retrograde in Virgo. Uh, So I'll talk a bit more about the Mercury retrogrades in a moment. So as you can tell, this is a big, I really went into detail with this forecast to really help you know what's happening this year. I want you to be prepared. So uh, Jupiter is within the orb of conjunction to the North Node during most of 2016, so it is activating your life purpose, where you need to focus your energies, and it shows you what's coming up for you, how you need, where you need to head. Uh, and this Jupiter conjunction the North Node is opposing Chiron, which is conjunct. The South Node until August. So this is where you're healing. This is where what you need to let go of. So, you know, I hope you can tell. You know, if it's bringing you pain and discomfort, that's something you need to let go of. It's if it's helping you to feel like you're moving into your future, and it brings you, it, it inspires you, and you feel enthusiastic. That's how you need to head. I mean, those are the the those are the, uh, the how to tell the two energies apart just the whole, you know, how you discern the difference. So um, Mars, uh, you know, we're going to talk about Mars now, uh, gets a reboot, reset in 2016 as its stations retrograde at nine degrees Sagittarius. Uh, These nine numbers are very active this year, you're going to find. And on uh, April 17th, uh, when it is within two degrees of an exact square to Neptune, until June 29th when it stations direct at 23 degrees Scorpio. So we've got, you know, there's some definitely adjustments, you know, the squares, giving up struggle, giving up conflict, uh, seeing how things are working to make you stronger, how you need, how you need to change. Uh, And then the Mars enters its shadow actually on the 16th of February so notice on this day you know this is soon after that chinese new year notice on this day uh, what comes up because this is going to give you an idea of exactly what you're going to be reviewing Uh, mars is really i see mars is really kind of whatever did not get uh let go of when saturn went through scorpio whatever residuals there are mars is going to go in there and have you clean it up have you it's going to have give you the energy you need to let go of this you're going to have it's going to give you the passion the drive to let go of it now when it's in retrograde you need to go it's more of a review period when you need to really go with uh, the energy see what's entangled what needs to still be let go of in this area of your life where mars is where scorpio is and uh, be willing to work those energies. Because, you know, getting physical, somehow working the energy, Mars wants action. It wants, it's very driven. It's connected with your libido, your ego, your egoic forces. So, uh, you know, try to keep yourself as relaxed as possible as you go through the intensity of release that needs to take place, the review that needs to take place about how you're taking action, what kind of behaviors you're having that haven't worked for you and you need to change how you're behaving. So uh, Neptune wants things to be more, the square there wants things to be more peaceful and how you take action, your behaviors and the way you're you know, uh, way you're doing this transformation. Scorpies are all about transformation and these two energies together are really about transformation and healing. And the work is for that transformation and healing. So doing more, using these energies to really do this internal work is I think the best use of the energy, certainly any kind of exercise being physical in any way always helps, uh, with releasing and integrating these energies. Uh, Mars will leave its shadow on August 21st when it gets back to that 9 degrees Sagittarius. Then on August 24th it exactly conjuncts Saturn and squares Neptune and Pisces. So this is a few days after the full moon lunar eclipse at 25 degrees 52 minutes of Aquarius. This is going to be a, an intense period. Uh, there's a lot of potential anytime you have you have this kind of setup. There's a lot of potential for forward movement, but it can require such a challenge uh, to releasing and letting go of you know. It's always an inside job. I know we you know when, coming out of the oligo mind where we came out of projection as a defense to be in control of what was going on. And we really didn't live in reality at all. It, it was, you know, it was a projection. You know, that's not reality. Reality is comes through rev- direct personal revelation and is really has more of a felt, intuitive feeling to it. And it's, it, and it's, a, it's, a, there's an ease about it, there's a peacefulness about it, it there's not an intensity or a need to resist what is happening uh, and you know, when you're living from that deeper reality of what's going on that can reveal itself rather than projecting what the meaning you think of what's going on, things can actually reveal yourself. There's a deeper meaner meaning that can reveal itself. I hope that's clear. how I'm phrasing all that. So, all right. So, uh, so then we're actually in the middle of the second eclipse season as mars leaves its shadow so i think this is very important look you know you may want to really put this date on your calendar i think this is a very uh critical point right here uh, where you're going to really if you've been doing this work you could see incredible forward movement right now or you're going to get a purge where you there's if you've been holding on and not releasing, so it depends on how and there's no right or wrong way to it. It's just how we all process energy and and integrate things differently. So let's look at the eclipse seasons. The first eclipse season starts with the solar eclipse, new moon at 18 degrees 56 minutes of Pisces on March 8th, 5:54 p.m. Pacific. The solar eclipse is conjunct Neptune, opposing Jupiter in Virgo, forms a T-square with Saturn and Sagittarius. The solar eclipse, new moon, is conjunct Venus and Mercury and sextile to Pluto. So this is a new, this is a new beginning. This is like a really big new beginning that's happening for you now on this March 8th. Now it does require there is this uh, T square happening with uh, Saturn and Sagittarius with this uh, with this uh, Pisces new moon, so uh, you know there could be a purge and release right before this new fresh new beginning happens in this area of your life. Okay, where uh, where I I see it, the new area of life that's happening is where the Pisces. Uh, new moon, this solar eclipse is happening. So, and then the uh, Pisces solar eclipse is followed two weeks later by the lunar eclipse full moon at 3 degrees 17 minutes Libra at 5.01 a.m. Pacific. It is opposing Mercury, conjunct the Sun in Aries, and uh, sextile to Mars in Sagittarius. So uh, you know, this is something uh, that you're needing to let go of, you know, as it's uh opposing. You know, this is always there's an illumination when you have these full moons. The sun is opposite uh, to the moon, there's illumination that takes place now. It's a full moon, there's illumination happening. You're it's a time of release. Uh, Mercury is conjunct the sun in Aries, so you know it has to do with uh you know the aries you know that's ruled by mars so it's uh, you know and it's 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 you know i think it's more of that lower egoic mind you know the mars rules that ego the ego the egoic drives the libido and so and the sun is there and so it's it's really heated up it's it's uh you know, it's in a loose square with energy, with Pluto still. I mean, these are hot, heated up points that have been going on. Uh, it depends upon, you know, what else it's it's uh, constellating with, you know, in your own personal chart, how you'll fee- feel these energies, I think. But there is a tremendous illumination uh, about, about your behavior, what's been going on. Uh, there could definitely be something that goes on 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 the world stage with this uh, lunar eclipse and just during this whole period of time there's this is i see this as a big shift point and can really set you up for how you the energy how you play the energies for the rest of the year so you want to be very mindful with how you respond to interpret these energies and how you you know how you navigate you know, through things. So, for the fall eclipse season, there are uh, two lunar uh, full moon eclipses, and the first is in Aquarius, which is a full moon lunar eclipse on August 18th at 25 degrees 52 minutes of Aquarius at 2:28 a.m. Pacific. Then it's followed by a solar eclipse, new moon at 9 degrees 21 minutes in Virgo on September 1st at 2:03 a.m. Pacific, and of course. That's where uh, Jupiter and the North Node are. So there's this new beginning that's happening in this area of your uh, life. So we, And then we have a cardinal T-square at the solar eclipse uh, between um, the solar eclipse, New Moon and Virgo. Saturn is still within orb of conjunction to Mars and Sagittarius and square to Neptune and Pisces, which I talked about a little Earlier, so this is a big solar eclipse. Uh, this whole eclipse season this fall is is a is is a is a major shift point for things uh, as far as illuminations about your behaviors, about uh, your own attitudes and uh, prejudgments, about how you interpret things. That's uh, getting illuminated, potentially released. And then we have this, uh, you know, s- uh, the uh, solar eclipse in Virgo. So where your north node is. So there's a whole new beginning. There's a whole new release. There's a whole new. Uh, there's an adjustment takes place at the solar eclipse. And it involves it involves Mars and and Neptune, which has been really. I mean, they, these energies. You've been working these energies all year. And this can be like a, a, a graduation point where something totally new, a whole new, where you make more of this paradigm shift now for yourself and you really bring in more of your life pur- purpose and more soul embodiment for yourself. Um, and then on September 16th, we have a final lunar eclipse full moon um, and 2016. It's at 24 degrees, 20 minutes of Pisces. It's in Pisces again. This is more further on in Pisces. It is within one degree of an exact conjunction to Chiron. Uh, Mars is at 24 degrees Sagittarius. Trine Uranus in Aries. So uh, That gives a lot of boost to that Martian energy. Uh, And you know, there is this exact square that's happening between Mars and Chiron that is conjunct this lunar eclipse in Pisces. So this is very intense energy. So, uh, you know, you're reworking how you drive through your life. You know, if you're, you know, there, these are big shift points. So if you've been doing the work, um, you know, there's deeper illumination. You can make even greater progress with making the shift to soul embodiment, uh, during this fall eclipse season, or if you've been, you know, anything you've been holding on to with egoic drives, being in control, uh, uh, not having the faith, deepening in your faith, deepening in your intuition. That's the whole setup. That's what I see really coming. It's really coming to a peak moment here. Uh, where some major shifts and adjustments can take place uh, individually and collectively. Mercury. Uh, let's go to Mercury. Mercury is retrograde four times this year, which is unusual. Usually, it's three, but this year it's four times. The first Mercury retrograde starts at one degree uh, Aquarius on January fifth at 5:06 a.m. Pacific. It stations direct on January twenty-fifth at 15 degrees. Capricorn so the Aquarius energy at the start of the mercury retrograde is a great conductor of the merc- mercurial energy though uh, and you can keep going that way I mean if you could if you notice how your head's focused uh, as you retro as you start this retrograde if you can maintain that this could be a fairly You know, you could have some really good, I mean, you're going to have insights anyway that come forward, but the energy could get a little sluggish and stodgy with, and so there could be more of a tendency to resist these uh, insights that want to come forward now, struggle with the energy. The more you can kind of go with uh, and have a, uh, you know, whatever the vision is that comes forward about what it is you need to review, as it goes retrograde, it's sort of a you know I don't. It's it, we're all wired together differently. So if you can maintain that, remind yourself of that. Uh, I think uh, you know there will be less tendency to uh, struggle with these energies. Mercury uh, uh, is going to be retrograde in Earth signs. It's actually going to the last one is actually in Capricorn too. So uh, you know there can be. Uh, Mercury retrograde and Earth signs, you know, there can be more of a tendency to to, to struggle with whatever comes up because it's it's it can manifest more in the physical realm. These energies, when it's in Earth signs, whatever's needing review with them in the mental sphere, is going to have more. There can be, it can be in your physical body. It's somehow physical the way that the energies can manifest. Uh, you know doing yoga, using your breath, uh, being physical, trying to get physical somewhat with the how you're focusing your mind can be helpful uh, at this time. The you know, the Aquarius energy, like I said, you know, it's it, it, so it's a it's the air energy is much Mercury's much more comfortable and can do its work in the air energies, whereas the earth energy it can be much more slowed down, so uh, and then. The Mercury does conjunct Pluto right before its stations direct. So, this is a deep release you're getting a deep release from this area of your life about some attitude adjustment you need to make. Uh, It's also square to Uranus and Aries uh, from mid January, uh, you know, through the first week of February. So That Mercury retrograde and earth signs this year, you know, it can, uh, the the potential is it's going to stabilize your thinking. It's going to help stabilize your nervous system. Get more practical, have more plans, strategize, get grounded in your thinking. Those are all positive ways to use the Mercury retrograde. Mercury is pretty, you know, it can be flitty, flighty energy. It can want a lot of, uh, 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 of, uh, it's very mutable and it likes a lot of variety so you know it's not as natural thing natural thing to uh you know but that's how to focus it if you can use it to make plans create strategies in your thinking uh where you're really managing and focusing your mental energies rather than the whole getting distracted by all the monkey mind that can potentially be going on for you this year. So then, the second second Mercury retrograde station's station is at 24 degrees Taurus on April 28th at 10:20 a.m. Pacific. Station's direct at 6:20 a.m. Pacific on May 22nd, at 14 degrees Taurus. Again, the Earth Earth uh, energy is is not a great conductor of the Mercury uh, the Mercurial type energy. You may feel especially slowed down in your thinking. Uh, things are not moving as fast as you want. Uh, it is a good time you know, it's a review time. it's a good time to, to, to review, make plans, see what's not working. that's the best use of this energy and, and how you may, to, may may need to make adjustments in your plans and your strategies. Uh, take feedback from the universe, deepen in your intuitions, really look at what's working and not not what's not working in your plans, the way you're thinking about things. Mercury will also conjunct Venus the second and third week of May which I think is good. It's going to bring in a little bit more because Venus likes uh, pleasure so it's going to be a little bit more easy for you to relax and uh, enjoy the process than if uh, Mercury didn't touch in with Virgo and uh, you know they really get on both Mercury and Venus really get on and they' they really help you to manifest uh, again you know with uh, helping you uh, uh, see beneficial outcomes for yourself to see how things can go for you you know so Venus gives that you know helps to to uh, soften up the mercurial energy helps you to focus more on feeling good in your thinking so the the two the two work well together so, Um, Jupiter stations direct uh, during this Mercury retrograde. Jupiter stations direct at 13 degrees Virgo on Mother's Day. Um, It's exact on May 9th. And then Mercury and Jupiter conjunct uh, the day that uh, Mercury and Jupiter conjunct on the day that Mercury stations direct on May 22nd. So uh, Jupiter, is square to Saturn in Sagittarius the final day of uh, this for this, uh, the final time on May 26th. So, uh, and Mercury is also trying to Pluto during this retrograde phase. So, um, I think there, you know, in the North Node is there. So, I think there can be a lot that comes forward for you as far as, you know, uh, so, um. Oh, also, is see, I'm actually sorry about that. I'm. I. I was. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to start all over again. The second Mercury retrograde, like I said, is 24 degrees Taurus, April 28th, 10:20 a.m. Pacific. Stations direct 6:20 a.m. Pacific on May 22nd at 14 degrees Taurus. So. Uh, the sun will conjunct mercury during this retrograde phase and mercury will also conjunct venus during the second and third week of may so it does give that that whole pleasure thing to the mind so the mind is able to see more if you've had any uh, struggles or conflict with the men- in the mental sphere with some of the typical things that can go on you know i mean things manifest on the external when you aren't doing the internal work with making these adjustments so you wind up struggling with things outside which can happen with a uh... so but okay so now we're going to go to the mercury retrograde station uh, in virgo on august 30th so the Mercury retrograde station is at the critical de- degree of 29 degrees Virgo on August 30th at 6.04 a.m. Station is direct on 10:31 p.m. Pacific on September 21st at 15 degrees Virgo. Mercury and Venus are conjunct for the second time this year. Again, you know, during a Mercury retrograde cycle, we have these uh, two coupling. Um, you know, and they are at that uh, 29 degree Virgo exact on the 28th, just before Mercury stations retrograde. Uh, So uh, the sun will conjunct the Mercury retrograde at 21 degrees, Virgo and square Mars in Sagittarius on September 12th. So there are some adjustments there with the square to Mars with your behaviors, you're gonna, uh, you know, there's a whole new thing. I think anytime you have a conjunction, it's like a new thing is possible. Uh, So between, your love energies and your head energies there's a whole new thing possible where you can have you know the mercury you know mercury you know is a is loves connecting with venus but mercury the air sign is really it's a it's a mental energy it's not it's not a heart-based energy so when you bring the two together you really your your head and your heart are connected then you you weave both the love and your your thinking your conscious mind are woven together so i think only good things can come from this particular mercury retrograde i i love this uh the jupiter you know is going to like i said you know jupiter is direct now it went direct as I was talk- talking about in the in the last, it went direct on Mother's Day, uh, the, the you know, it was exact uh, on May 9th. And then the Mercury and Jupiter, uh, you know, were exactly uh, trying uh, the day that Mercury stationed direct back in May. So that's all, you know, I think that point is that there's a lot, there's a lot of good that can come from both of this May and this uh, retrograde that's happening in August, Uh, you know, and, and a releasing, um, there's some, you know, there's a real empowerment that can come in with the trine to Pluto uh, that's happening during that second uh, uh, Mercury retrograde back in May. So, you know, I think, the Mercury retrogrades are really working to help you break up your mental patterns and help you create a whole new where you're the love energy, the head and the heart are connected. You know, the May, I see the May and the August Mercury retrogrades very, uh, you know, maybe the question, what would love do, you know, what, how, how can I, you know, rather than being super critical, which, you know, the Virgo can be pretty critical, with its thinking but now there's a chance for you know you know being softened by you know the Venus energy so that you ask the question you know you can think more with thoughts of love maybe that's the best way to say it that seems to be coming on uh with the the head heart that as I'm seeing it this year uh you know when we start the year you know Saturn the Capricorn ruling Saturn uh, you know Saturn ruling Capricorn you know with mercury being in there you know i think there's a chance to to really there could be quite a bit of critical mind and uh you know that uh, that comes up that you're being when you're releasing and i think the better job you do of that uh, back in january uh then the better it's going to go with these next two mercury retrogrades you can really make a lot of progress with your mental thoughts, that your thoughts are more loving with yourself as well as in your relationships. So, I and then we have the fourth Mercury retrograde again stationed at the 15 degree Capricorn. Um, and so, that's how we end 2016 is with a Mercury retrograde. So, you're getting an opportunity to make the, these adjustments in the way you see things, your perception your day-to-day perception of how you view reality, what's going on in your life, and the meaning that you give things, the attitudes that you have. Now, this Mercury retrograde is conjunct the sun and moon. Uh, So we're here, you know, at this new moon. We'll talk about that in a minute. We have a new moon. We end the year with a new moon in Capricorn, so which I think is very auspicious. So there's a whole new beginning here. I mean, this whole... Year is kind of wrapping up, you know, how we start the year and the the opportunities we have for making these shifts in our perceptions and having a paradigm shift and more embodying, having more soul embodiment that's available this year. So, um, and then it's also sextile Mars. So it's lined up. You have an opportunity to really, you know, have a whole other way of behaving and acting and the way you channel your libido. And this is exact on the 28th at the time of the Capricorn New Moon, and Uranus has just stationed direct uh, the day uh, the you know just stations direct the next day on the 29th. So that adds a lot of thrust, uh, and of course, you know there's uh, there is that you know Uranus is that higher octave of Mercury, so you know it really lends a lot. Uh, of energy to you making these shifts in your attitudes and having a whole new birth a whole new way of, uh, of uh, Thinking about things so so the 2016 like I say ends with the 7 degree 59 minute Capricorn new moon That occurs on December 28th. It's exact at 10:53 p.m. Pacific the Capricorn new moon I said as I said is conjunct to Mercury retrograde So this is good for getting this new uh, way of perceiving uh, things, being able to, with, with your lower, the lower mind, the conscious mind, it is to Mars, which is conjunct to Neptune in Pisces. So there's that higher octave of love, you know, Neptune is a higher octave of Venus in Pisces. So this is a very grounding moon, uh, You know, you know, for it helps really ground that lower conscious mind patterns, which are now in review with this Mercury retrograde, the emotional libido, the drive, Mars and Pisces. You know, it's being embraced by the Neptune energies, which really softens it, brings more of a dreamy, idealistic quality, your passions and drives. Uranus stationing direct ruler of the, you know, which, uh, you know, is it is uh, you know, it's going to rule the new moon we cross over this to into 2017 is Aquarius. Okay, so. I see this as more of the Aquarian energy can now come in in 2017 and it's a one year. 2017 is a one year. It's two. We've got the, the whole millennia we're in. 2000 of peace, bringing in more peace, more compassion, more relationship, more interrelationship. The 17, that's the number of infinity. 1 plus 7 equals 8, which is a power number. It's a uh, Pluto is the eight number. It's the ruler of Scorpio energy, the transformation. I see what we're moving towards now, 2017. I'm excited to see what's going to come in 2017, because I think we're going to start getting some of our just rewards and and, and there's more clarity and vision for you know what's coming about for us, how we're moving into our future. I think a new vision you know is uh, potentially being birthed and we'll really begin to see that so I think we end this uh, there are no exact aspects to so I think that just leaves room there's a lot of feeling of freedom uh, with at the end of the year after all the ups and downs the freeing up of emotions if you have needed to do more work with the emotional body that we started with and that we've gone through this year the ups and downs uh, you know, the astro energies at the end of uh, 2016 as we cross over in 2017 feel the most pe- peaceful I've felt uh, in a in a long time as I've looked at, you know, astrology and the weather. So, uh, you know, I think we end the year very peacefully uh, and a lot of the monkey mind, you know, with no exact aspects. I think that uh, there's, you know, it's like it's it's free. It's free. There's a freedom uh, with no exact aspects to the moon. The moon is your emotional needs. So, you know, it's just it's just free. You know, the emotions are much more freed up after this year. And uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to give a brief overview highlight for each zodiac sign. For Aries, as I looked at things for you, I see lots of dynamism and change continue for you, Aries. Things are beginning to take shape. Uh, This year, you can have many sudden dynamic opportunities arrive this year, especially uh, I want you to make the most of February and March for moving forward on on any creative pursuits or new ideas you have. This is some of your best times. Uh, some other things are forthcoming towards the end of the year, but your best time of year uh, is going to be in uh, February, March. Not that you want to have other things, but it just is really good. February and March are really good. And then Taurus, you've been making some much needed adjustments to bring more balance into your life. You realize a l- new level of untapped potential this year within and feel more settled within yourself than you have in a long time in 2016. You're one of the signs most blessed this year with hidden resources and power uh, available to support you. So In Gemini, you can experience extreme fluctuations in your mental attitudes, more than usual in fact. Life could feel like a roller coaster, up one minute, down the next, get your rest, drink plenty of water, meditate to calm your nervous energy down. Hiking in nature, yoga, breathing, swimming, generally any kind of physical movement would be very helpful for grounding the influx of high voltage energy to your nervous system. Also remember to take time just to relax, unwind, play, hang out with friends and be sociable. Your best moments are spent in the company of like minded others in 2016 who can be a source of comfort, support and stellar uh, new ideas uh, that you can run. With to the bank. Remember to keep smiling. Cancer, you've been experiencing deep emotional healing and learning to trust yourself more deeply. The shifts to enter into interdependence with others rather than codependence can seem frightening as you open to trusting your universal flow of life more. You've been having realizations about yourself that aren't always comfortable, though new insights bring you the freedom you crave and. Always uh, and uh, new opportunities that you're hungry for. Open to meeting new friends, new intimate relationships can form for you this year but you must be open and responsive to your opportunities if they are to bear fruit. Trust yourself more, practice the thought, the universe has my back. Leo, new home, new relationships, new creative projects, new playmates, new romance, Practicing regular visualization would be an especially practical way, and for you to focus your mental energy to create and attract exactly what you want into your life, whatever it is. Uh, Playing affirmations in the background while you work, or just in your home or at work, will help prime your subconscious mind to bring you what you want. You're especially lucky with. uh, Manifesting your desires this year, so take time to practice visualizing and affirming what you want. Not think about or be around anything you don't want. You're learning how to uh, more deeply accept, cherish and honor yourself. Virgo, Life can be bountiful if you focus on your priorities and your highest values. Being frivolous, wasting time or money can have detrimental effects. Focus on creating a plan and taking action work hard, get your hustle on and work, work, work diligently. You can manifest your dreams into reality now. Inspiration plus perspiration equals whatever your heart desires. Be mindful about how and who you spend your time with. You're challenged to focus on the details when much can distract you at this time. You're required to uh, exercise extraordinary determination at times and an ability to be able to master focusing in your mind to achieve your desired results. Libra, your experience, you've experienced much disruption and made incredible changes in your life over the past few years. Your love for peace and harmony continue to be one of your highest priorities and values. Changes in your life circumstances and your relationships may have left you feeling confused at times. Yet so many of the changes you've made you absolutely love. This year brings more opportunity to create the life and love you desire in the form you want. Keep going. Stay focused on what you want and affirm it regularly. Like Leo, you would also do well with a regular practice of visualization. Creating a vision board could be especially beneficial for getting your creative and imaginative juices flowing, for attracting the love you desire in your relationships, creative projects, and in your home life. Scorpio, you've been in deep, ongoing transformation. You must face what you fear to free yourself to live the life you were born to live. You're a great negotiator and know how to navigate life's curves with grace and ease. Learn to manage and master your energy system wisely to create your desired results. Get clear about what you want, then make a plan. Take action. Get feedback. Make course corrections to get where you want Uh, to you by step by step. You can do it. Sagittarius, you're in a time of maturation of your beliefs and attitudes to support you to create what you want. You're becoming more aligned in what you say and what you do. You may find in this process that what you thought you wanted isn't what you really want at all. It's okay to let go of what you've outgrown or imagined to be be the right path for you in the past. Everything you learn in life is transferable to any new life situations you create for yourself in the future. You may physically feel more hemmed in and restricted in movement since Saturn is in your sign and can feel a little restless take time for many breaks and time away in your imagination. Traveling in your mind is especially favored now. You're usually very optimistic though with Saturn's watchful eye, you may feel that life is tedious and too much work all the time. Keep your sense of humor and watch funny movies or read good books to expand and free your mind. Capricorn, Like Scorpio, you've been in deep, ongoing transformation. Your energy may feel sporadic at times. You need a lot of rest and time for solitude to integrate all the change that you've been going through internally. Or you may enjoy spending quiet time with friends and family in nature to recover from the intensity you experience deep within yourself at times. Life is continuing to cut away all the extraneous things that do not matter for your self-realization and ultimate fulfillment. Your self-awareness continues to grow. You're becoming aware of patterns of self-sabotage and deepening your ability to be truthful with yourself and others. Opportunities come this year to resolve control issues and free yourself to live more authentically. Empowerment, and elevating your status in some way comes easily for you this year. If you've prepared properly for it, your results now will provide you with lasting harvests into the future. Aquarius As an air sign, you enjoy being light, easy and fun-spirited, not taking life too seriously. You're a visionary and love to dream. This year, you rebound and feel renewed in your ability to envision a future for your family, friends, and community. To help your enthusiasm return fully and make the most of dreaming and creating the future visions you have for your life, you are another sign that would benefit greatly from regular visualization practice or designing a vision board. Allow yourself to dream and imagine what your heart desires. Let go of any old stresses or worries that may have restricted your mind for a time. Listen to music, perform gentle movement like yoga, let your spirit flow into form. Pisces – Of all the signs, you are the one most going through deep healing and transformation. You are so dreamy about life naturally that you may not realize how deeply you are affected by life forces and operating life force is operating at the collective level now. As one of the signs that is known for your empathic hypersensitivity you may have a coping strategy to suppress your emotional sensitivity and only be aware of it through super active dream life or being moody or projecting your unprocessed negative emotions onto others as you love peace and harmony and have a tendency to cut yourself off from unpleasant emotions and feelings until you get sick or have an outburst to let go of the buildup of psychic tension that's come from holding repressed feelings like away in your body-mind. Now will be a good time for journaling, creative expression, body movement, engaging in counseling or joining a support group uh, could all be helpful uh, to help you become aware of and process your emotions. You're becoming more aware of and realizing divine potential, deepening in your trust of yourself and life. Well that's it for your 2016 Astro Energy Report with a brief forecast for each of the zodiac signs. This has been a general forecast. If you want a more personal look at your astrology, you can schedule a private session with me. Right now through the month of January to help you out uh, with uh, preparing yourself to make the most of 2016, I am offering a private 15 minute reading at 40% off. Can use the special on screen bit.ly link uh, I've created to purchase now. There's also a direct order link with info below this video, or find out more about sessions with me and what clients have to say about working with me on my website by clicking the on screen link. Though, if you want this uh, special deal, be sure to use the special on screen link, the special on screen bit.ly link, uh, or the link below this video. That's it for this episode of Moonscopes, Love Your Life Astrology. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave your questions and comments, and I'll be sure to answer them. Thank you so much for liking, sharing, and subscribing. I really appreciate your being here. I really enjoy connecting with many of you and working with you as clients this year. It's such an honor and a pleasure to share with you, and I hope that I play some small part in helping you Enjoy your life more deeply, and uh, and navigating the changes we're all these intense changes we're all going through. So, if you want even more resources for living a life that you love, plus personal invitations and news, I only send out by, by email. Head up, head over to kgstyles.com, sign up for email updates. As you may know, I'm writing a new book about essential oils, scheduled scheduled for release in early 2017. I'm sending out questions to my community. To find out what you want most in the book, and I want to write the book you want to read. So sign up for Soul of Aromatherapy if you'd like to participate, and you'll receive a free six-week online aromatherapy course. So don't miss out on helping me write the book you want to read. To download a podcast of today's show, head over to iTunes. I've posted direct link link to iTunes below this video for you, as well as links. Uh, to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keep reaching for your dreams. I'll be back soon with the Capricorn new moon forecast, the first new new moon of 2016. Until next time, relax, enjoy your life, and stay connected.